In case you missed it, the Secure Act 2.0 was signed into law amidst the holiday season. Coming up on today's show, we'll cover the impact for retirees of the past, present, and future. Uncover retirement concepts you need to know. Welcome in to Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping. Another hour of great conversation on retirement strategies and the right ones for you. Welcome in. It is Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina Ping Kepperling, who is the CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. She is a professional who is all about getting clients on track with their retirement, utilizing the on-track retirement system. And Christina's book is The Retirement Train. You got a copy of that when you meet with Christina. Hello, Christina. How are you? Oh, hi, Dave. Just fabulous. As always, gosh, this is just a great 2023. I mean, I feel like the weather has been calm so far. We've had a couple of cold slaps there. I was looking ahead at the Farmer's Almanac into March. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) It's it's saying that it's going to come in like a lion, so it'll go out like a lamb. Is that the way that's going to work? I think that's right. Yeah. If it comes in like a lion, maybe we'll get a little bit of something there end of February, beginning of March. Uh, you know, we'll it's amazing how, how shakes. They, they, Farmer's Almanac has been pretty accurate all over all these years and years. Uh, it really is amazing. Uh, you must have something sure going is. on in March to be wondering what the weather is going to be like then. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you what's going on in March. I'm getting ready to have a birthday up in March, and my husband and I are planning to travel, and we're like, we don't want to get stuck in oh, a snowstorm. Oh, good. Okay. So we're trying to plan the way that we're going to book these you know, flights where yeah. we need to get to, and we've not really taken – a honeymoon yet it's been well, good. years we haven't done oh, that so great. we're gonna we're gonna try and plan something away well, just excellent. us two and working on it so well, here we good. go I, I i hope every and it will everything should be great well we are looking at secure act 2.0 now we've reviewed this uh, on this show but now it's the law as you said it passed over the holiday so we're going to look at uh what's in this and how it can affect your retirement strategies and your retirement landscape so let's let's dig in it is now the law uh, starting with something that we anticipated the uh, rmdh has gone up and will continue to go up Yes, we've got several things to talk about. Required minimum distribution. Remember, the Secure Act 2020 took it from 70 and a half to 72. 2.0 took it up to 73. So starting in 2023, and it's age 75 by the time it's 2033. So this is going to be a big change, and I think it's great. Let's keep going. Right. Well, and and, yeah, absolutely. This is another thing that um, it's, and you can, you can expand on this as far as catch up contributions, they even will add in another benchmark age, but what's different with catch up contributions? Folks in 2023, the retirement catch up contribution limit for those that are 50 is now 7,500 starting in 2025 catch up contributions for those ages 60 to 63 will increase even higher $10,000 or 50% more than the regular catch-up contribution amount in 2024. So catch-up contributions will be indexed for inflation starting after 2025. IRA catch-up contributions for an individual who attains age 50 will be indexed for inflation starting in 2024. So that sounds like a whole mouthful. I can't tell you enough, if you don't have a professional right now helping you through this big storm of the SECURE Act, there are a lot of changes going on. I I think that's a pretty big deal. That's like having construction of a bridge and the bridge is closed and they don't put any signs and you just drive off the edge of the bridge. You better be watching. Well, and that's and you do keep up with this because it's not like everything Christina says here that you have to memorize Uh, for her client. She keeps up with legislative changes and how they affect the retirement landscape. Here's another thing uh, from Secure Act 2.0, now the law, and help us understand expanded Roth contributions. So expanded Roth contributions mean that they now allow simple and SEP IRAs for Roth. This is a big deal because it was only available in Roth IRA and Roth 401k. So now it's available in simple and SEPs. Employer contributions and employee elective deferrals, if permitted, can be designated now as Roth. We love Roth IRA. Again, see a professional. This is such a big deal. This is interesting for catch-up contributions 
And this is with the caveat of those making 145000 plus. What is the stipulation now with this? Yes, for those incomes exceeding 145000 catch-up contributions will be designated as Roth contributions. Okay. That's so a big deal. They will go to Roth. Your catch-up will go to Roth. Yep. Okay, interesting. Um, I like this because it never seemed necessary to me anyway, Christina. It eliminates the required minimum distributions from Roth 401k accounts. I mean, you've already paid the taxes on it. <laughs> I think that that's kind of a no-brainer. But starting in 2024, Dave, is when required m- distributions will no longer need to be taken on Roth 401k. Roth IRA does not have an RMD, but Roth 401k will no longer have RMD beginning in 2024. Okay. Can't argue with that. We're going over Secure Act 2.0. It is now the law. So Christina's covering it and for us here as she does with her clients. And you can become one if and, is, and certainly if take advantage of the opportunity to talk to Christina. A one-on-one comprehensive review, 800-832-1100. You can call to schedule or you can text keyword powerful to schedule 800-832. 1100 seems like a lot of Roth here here's another thing Christina now with 529 plans you can roll over to Roth IRAs with that this is a big deal so 529 plans that are not used this is probably where you're going to get the biggest kick out of this starting in 2024 beneficiaries of a 529 may roll over up to $35,000 during their lifetime to a Roth IRA So they may be subject to annual contribution limits and the 529 plan must be open more than 15 years, folks. So again, this is probably going to be for people that didn't use that 529. The first chapter of the book or stop in the book, the retirement train Kidville Mm -hmm. talks all about 529. Let's jump in there and make sure that we have all of these rules straight because this could really change your 529. It really could. And, you know, it shows how Secure Act 2.0 not only affects retiree strategies, but also those working towards retirement. For instance, uh, how does this, so what's the provision that is 401k automatic enrollment? How does that work? So first off, automatic. Automatic is something that you generate with your employer. And starting with 2025, 401ks, 403bs, of course, the 403bs are going to be over in your medical and education. Those plan participants are automatically enrolled in the plan once they're eligible to participate. This is automatic by your employer. There's no choice. So some of the details are the initial contribution must be at least 3% of your salary. Each year, contributions would increase by 1% until the goal of 10% is reached, but not more than 15%. So this it, is a big deal. Yeah, you know, it's like um it's like where in in the past you had to opt in, now you have to opt out. So you can opt out of this, but you're automatically enrolled. That's the way that this is goes. correct, yeah. Dave. Okay. Yes. You are automatically in. You do have to opt out after 2024, 2025, I'm sorry, 2025. A lot of things changing. What does this really mean? I want to stop right there for just a moment, and Mm -hmm. I know we've got a lot to get through, but what does this really mean? Folks, this is nothing but more and more opportunity to save for your retirement. Retirement has shifted. It used to be about 36 to 40% with Social Security. Another part of that was going to be a pension plan because pensions were the way that people saved for retirement before. They were employer pension plans. And then the rest of it would be personal savings to kind of cover that gap, that three-legged stool. Now it's mostly your personal savings, which is your 401k, 403b, 457, those types, IRAs, and the rest, Social Security. So now that we've cut this pension down dramatically, we really need to be paying attention. I think that's why they really made that something that they are automatic on. And I think it's a great idea. Worried about American savings uh, habits. I mean, it does make it, you can opt out, but you have to opt out now and not have to opt in. Uh, Here comes Roth again, Christina. Uh, Emergency savings account. What's an opportunity here? If you could explain this. Beginning in 2024, employers can establish an emergency savings account where employees can put up to $2,500. This is a Roth style account. So what does that mean? That's going to be after tax. So distributions will be treated like a qualified distribution from the Roth account tax free if the requirements are met. 
So this is a really weird thing that people just don't seem to understand. Qualified and non-qualified. Qualified means tax qualified. It's a tax qualified account. It doesn't mean that it has to have taxes paid on it, but it means it had a qualified tax provision on the account, like Roth and traditional IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, 457s, they're tax qualified accounts. Money parked over into just a regular savings account, money market, something like that, that's probably non-qualified. The, um, I, I will mention too, the, uh, this is, you can't argue with this, that 50% penalty if you miss an RMD is being reduced, but also what's the exemption from the 10% early distribution penalty? So first off, having a penalty is something that we we try to avoid, but in case of financial hardship now, up to $1,000 may be withdrawn per year penalty-free from 401k or IRA. So there is a 10% penalty if you withdraw from your qualified accounts before the age of 59 and a half, other than the 72T rule. Okay, so let's let's pull that out there. But the employee now has an option to repay that distribution within three years. No further distributions will be permitted during the repayment period unless the distribution is paid in full. So you're basically borrowing the money from yourself mm-hmm. okay. without penalty right. is what you're really doing. Okay. We've got more to get to. Uh, we're not quite done uh, covering Secure Act 2.0, but here is that opportunity to sit down with Christina and talk about you and your retirement, the right strategies for you. As always, she opens her schedule to make this available at no cost, no obligation. That's right, folks. We're going to go ahead and open up phone lines. We do offer these complimentary consultations. And I know that your schedule is really busy. Ours is too. We want to give this to you. We do open those phone lines every single week and offer these consultations for a reason. If there's no more of a reason than right now, I don't know where it is because we've got so many changes with the SECURE Act. So please do not delay. Those slots do go very quickly. We have 10 for this upcoming week, 10 slots available. And all you need to do is text the word powerful or give us a call at 800-832-1100. What a great opportunity to sit down and talk about you. Let Christina learn about you, your concerns, how you see your retirement, identify any uh, barriers that are keeping you from getting to your retirement and the right strategies to get over those barriers too. And then into building the, uh, the infrastructure with the right strategies for your retirement. Here's how you schedule again. She mentioned the number 800-832-1100, 800-832-1100. You can text as well. Just simply text powerful. If you text to 800 800- 832-1100. Now, we're not done with some uh, items from in, uh, from Secure Act 2.0, some provisions from that. We've got some more to cover. Christina will get us in on that. And also, maybe some ways we can learn from 2022 so we can have a better 2023 on our journey to retirement. That is coming up on Your Powerful Legacy Radio with Christina ping Kefferly. We're back with your powerful legacy radio, Christina Ping Kepperling. You hear her on the radio every week. You can see her on TV, ABC 36, twice Saturdays, every Saturday, 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. And her book is The Retirement Trainer Firm, is powerful legacy insurance and financial services. Her mission getting people on track for their retirement and also keeping up with changes in the economy, changes in the lives of her clients, uh, which may require uh, some tweaks to strategy, certainly legislative changes. That's what we're looking at uh, on the show today to start it off at least. Uh, Secure Act 2.0, it's now the law. Uh, just to quick, quickly cover a couple of things Christina informed us of, the required minimum distribution age, uh, raising of that, increasing catch-up contribution opportunities, expanding raw contributions, um, eliminating RMDs from Roth 401ks, just some of the things we covered in the first segment. But now let's move into well, one thing. Uh, what's the provision that modifies the savers credit? So just a little bit of a quick touch here. Um, this is to encourage low to moderate incomes to have more savings. That's really what we're looking for. So starting in 2027, the government will provide a 50% credit on savings up to $2,000, $1,000 maximum credit. It's given regardless of how the taxpayer has income tax liability. 
Yeah, if you listened uh, to the first segment with Christina pointed out, not everything takes effect right now. Uh, Some of these are kind of staggered. Uh, How about with student loans, uh, the matching program? So, folks, there are a lot of moving parts with student loans. I actually don't want to even jump into this one, but yes, there there is a new student loan matching program. It's employee elective deferral. Um, the purpose is to have matching contributions on it. So a lot of moving parts. If you're watching today, I mean, they've got extra things coming up here in the next, you know, three to six months concerning student loans and what's going on there. Just So just pay attention. Again, just pay close attention. Okay. Now what's a QLAC and how have they increased contributions to that? So a QLAC is a Qualified Longevity Annuity Contract. So this is something that people absolutely love. It's kind of like a personal pension type thing. And up to $200,000 can now be contributed into a Qualified Longevity Annuity Contract. Prior, it was up to 25%. Income limit is now eliminated. So more opportunity to save. That's what I said in the first segment. More opportunity to save. Yay. We love to save. Well, absolutely. Uh, so a lot of doors have opened to uh, more savings for Americans. Uh, mention, I mentioned this uh, in the last segment. You can expand on it here. That 50% very punitive <laughs> penalty for missing an RMD. What? How is that changing? So I really feel like RMDs should not have anything but the reduced excise uh, tax for not taking your required minimum distribution or failure thereof. It was 50%. They reduced it by half. It's now 25%. So let's calculate out a little bit of math here. If you have, no kidding, right in your account right now, $100,000. So $100,000 and let's say that you're 72 right now, 2023. So you need to take 3.91%. So you have to take $3,910. If you don't take it, then you would have paid a $1,955 penalty. Right now, that penalty would be reduced down to $977. Let's not pay any penalty. Right. How about Let's that Let's not one? pay any. That's your goal to make sure your clients aren't paying any kind of penalty. Um, now, charities are in here too. What does it mean when it says it expands qualified charitable distributions? So qualified charitable distributions charitable distributions. We call those the QCD. Those rules are now allowing for a one-time $50,000 distribution to a charity through a split interest entity. And this is including charitable gift annuities, charitable remainder uh, unit trusts, and then charitable remainder annuity trusts. So this does begin in 2024. The $100,000 annual limit on those QCDs will be indexed for inflation. Indexing for inflation is a big deal. That's on several different parts of the Secure Act 2.0. So we better be watching this. How And looking at Secure Act 2.0, it's now law. How would you use annuities and 401k plans from this? So removal of barriers to use of annuities and qualified plans by exempting certain annuity features from actuarial tests that would otherwise prohibit their use. Annuities go through what's called a suitability process. Well, Sometimes it's not suitable for somebody. What if you have a person who's only 25 years old, they don't have any emergency savings, they don't have any assets, don't even own a home yet, and they start to put money into an annuity? Well, you have to have some of these things available. You can't be just without any type of money, period. And this would remove some of those barriers by putting annuities in 401k plans. This is great. And finally, we've talked about orphan 401ks. You know, sometimes we, we, we've worked jobs and we may forget about things that are out there. We have. Uh, what have they done to help in that regard? Yes, the Department of Labor, Labor Department uh, will create a national online searchable lost and found database. This is a big deal. I know for some people in the state of Kentucky, you can actually go on and research money that was left to you by beneficiary and sometimes the state will receive it in an estate and it's there and it may be lost you'll find it but there are a lot of lost and found retirement savings plans I've got a little bit of an example if you guys don't mind for me to share this with you but I've got a gentleman who came into my firm he had called into the radio came in for a consultation and gave me some information he used to work for a company that was based out of Texas And they're now based in Louisville, Kentucky. 
no kidding, over the last 40 years, they have had five changes to the custodian of that retirement plan. Wow. So he left in the middle of that transition. So he was into two or three different custodian changes from the time he started till the time he left. There's still money there. It was like trying to find a needle in a haystack. I bet. Well, my husband uses this phrase quite a bit. I think it's funny, but he says, every once in a while, a blind squirrel will find a nut. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we found it. It was hard. I mean, it took several months of looking, but he passed away less than a week after coming in to oh, see me. Oh, I'm so grateful for that timing because I'm a fighter. I mean, I know for those of you who've, who have seen me, if you're listening to me on the radio and you've not seen me in person, you know I'm not a very big person. <laughs> I know you're a fighter, though. But I've got big power behind me, and I'm going to take a look and yeah. see what I can do All to right. find this for people. I will fight for my seniors especially and fight for your loved ones. And even though these people technically were not even my clients, I worked and worked and worked and my staff until we could research down where this money was for his surviving spouse that's a big deal it really is and i absolutely would like to have christina on my side she is a fighter um let me mention that what a great uh, summary of secure act 2.0 christina excellent uh thank you for sharing that and i know that again you don't have to memorize everything we talked about if you're with christina she's going to keep up with these changes and how it does has changed the landscape of retirement on your behalf again fighting 800-832-1100 to schedule with christina you can call or text powerful 800-832-1100 we have just a little bit of time here christina just looking at it is a new year what are some things we can learn from 2022? Maybe if we can do some quick hits on this. Uh, and I, I I looked at your bullet points and kind of sc- scored along, played along with myself, scoring myself on this too. Um, first off, were you able to stay on your budget and were you maybe spending more than you had planned? This is a really big deal. I get more people that start talking about their spending and their savings at the beginning of the year than all year long, unless they're retiring. I mean, people that retire, obviously that's at the forefront of your mind. I've got a client, uh, a couple of clients, they're retired physicians and they came to me and said, listen, my adult child is not doing very well financially. They're spending more than they're bringing in. They've got some habitual behavior. We don't know what to do to guide them. Guess what? We've been in conversation for quite some time now and Things are starting to shift very quickly. Mm-hmm. I've read somewhere, Dave, and I hate to even quote this because I want to make sure that I always get my stats right. But have you heard something to the effect of it only takes 10 days to form a really bad habit, but it takes 30 days to break it? I have heard something like that. I couldn't remember the exact numbers, but yes, I have heard yeah. that. Yeah. So it takes three times the amount basically to break a bad habit. Yeah. Well, the the phrase that kind of caught my attention was the word bad inside of that uh-huh. phrase. Uh-huh. Well, what about a good habit? Right. <laughs> Let's say it takes 10 days to develop a good habit. Yeah. Well, what if you're breaking that habit or developing an even better habit? So let's just say that maximum out, it takes 30 days to really change the way that you have that habitual behavior by the next bill cycle of your household. That's what we call those, the bill cycle. Your bills come once a month normally, right? Your electric bill, your water bill, whatever it may be. What can you do to save on those? Well, first off, we're in the middle of the winter. Turn your thermostat down a couple of degrees. Put some socks on while you're running around the house Hmm. and maybe a sweatshirt. You'll still be comfortable. You'll actually sleep better because they say that 67 degrees is the magic number for optimal sleep. It is for me. I, I like my feet to be warm, so and I don't like wearing socks in bed. My husband and I got this new bed, and it actually warms your feet at the bottom. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, man. So, really? Yeah, it's cool. It, it warms your feet at night, so you can fall asleep nice and comfortable with your feet warm. And, and then be cold nice the cool. rest of the part, 67 yes. up above the feet. Gotcha. Exactly. I like <laughs> that. pretty sweet. <laughs> of course, you know, I'm not very tall, so I have to scooch my pillow down <laughs> <laughs> <and> to reach it. <laughs> you can pull it up some where he would have to curl up to get his on it. You know? Oh, my doggy uh, likes it. I he bet. thinks it's awesome. I bet That's his favorite place to lay at the bottom of the bed now and i'm like why don't you come snuggle with me zeus and he's like eh, i like the 
warm at the bottom. Of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I like what you said about if you, if you say it takes 10 days to form a bad habit, how about 10 days to form a good habit? I mean, that's what it's all about looking back and are we saving more? Are we trying to save more this year, pay down the debt, stay on the budget? Uh, that's something that Christina acts as a great coach and cheerleader with her clients in, in that financial red zone heading to retirement. Here's another opportunity to sit down with Christina at no cost, no obligation. That's right, folks. Again, we did open those phone lines. We're taking calls. We have staff setting aside to get you set up. You're coming in to just find out the answer to a question. Am I on track? I'm going to make an additional offer. If you're sitting here in 2023 and you're concerned about your budget and you're not close to retirement, let's say you're out of that financial red zone. You're only in your 20s, 30s, or 40s, or even early 50s. Please give us a call. Let's talk about your savings strategy. Not necessarily retirement, but savings strategy for your family, your emergency savings, your budget, eventually retirement. And as Christina pointed out from Secure Act 2.0, they have opened some savings doors here with this legislation. She'll work with you on that. And and actually, this is a comprehensive review and a limited opportunity to schedule at no cost, no obligation, 800-832-1100. And you can text as well. If you text just powerful keyword, text that, 800-832-1100 to call or text. A lot of moving pieces that need to be considered in your retirement planning journey, and it's important to separate fact from fictions. Coming up, uh, Christina's going to help dispel some of the common financial planning myths. The conversation continues. It is your powerful legacy radio, Christina Ping Kefferling. Now a year's experience in helping those in Central Kentucky and, and beyond with retirement strategies, the right ones for them, working uh, with her team and also with great powerful partners. Uh, Christina is the CEO of Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. Her book is The Retirement Train. And now it's time for everyone's favorite game show, Retirement Myths, with your host, Christina Pink Kepperling. <laughs> well, I thought we'd have a little intro here for it because. That sounds fun. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, here's how we can play this game I'll mention something, and you can buzz me if it's wrong, indicating that it's a retirement myth. So here okay. we go. All right, here's the first statement. I can just borrow money from my 401k account if I need to. That is a myth. Yep. Not necessarily a good thing to do, right? Not necessarily, because withdrawing from the retirement account, in this case the 401k, before 59 and a half, is going to hurt folks more than they realize. Mm -hmm. This subjects you to a 10% penalty, not to mention the other issues that can arise because... Just like any cash withdrawal, you're blocking future potential gains. And on average, in the past 100 years, stocks have delivered an annual average of 10%. So if you borrow 15000 from your 401k with penalties, you would have to borrow close to $24,000 to cover those costs. Mm, yeah. This does take the money out of your account, and you will not be earning on that anymore. Right. It's, it's affecting your retirement later in doing that. And I know you have people coming to you asking you that, hey, should I do that? And then you roll up your sleeves, I'm sure, and find some alternate solutions to their challenges. Yeah. We sure do. Very good. All right. Uh, There's the first myth dispelled. Uh, Here's another one. I will not need as much money as I do now when I retire. That's a a maybe buzzer. Myth. That's, that's a, a myth. myth. Okay. <laughs> that's a myth. <laughs> and if you do want to live on a more rigid budget, that's one thing. But the statement is just not always true, especially when you factor in the ebbs and flows of the economy and consider the likely increased healthcare costs. I don't see a whole lot of people that spend less money. Yes, you'll spend less normally on fuel mm-hmm. because you're not going back and forth to work maybe those clothes that work from home not Although really yeah everything seems to be casual now so maybe not even she clothes got so people much. that spend more money on clothes because they're not wearing the boring <laughs> right. work stuff they can have some fun so I, they go out and shop even more yeah. yeah i've seen both sides and uh-huh. um and then food i think because you have the opportunity to eat out more because you're not busy with your work schedule a lot of people eat out more and they spend more money on food 
It's like the weekends. We spend more on weekends, it seems like, you know. Well, every day is a Saturday. So if you're just, Dave, you just hit the nail on the head. (laughs) If you spend more money on the weekends and when you retire, every day is a Saturday except Sunday. Well, then guess what? Yeah. You're going to spend a little bit more money, likely. Right. Right. And and as you said, of course, down the road, you have to look for um, health care costs that could mount. And and that's where Christina comes in with strategies to, to help uh, hedge against that and protect yourself in that area, too. We're looking at retirement myths. And, and this is part of the conversation Christina will have with you and uh, getting a, you know the right look at retirement. And so you can be properly prepared with the right strategies. Again, Christina opens her schedule on this show every week to make these thorough reviews available initial consultations at no cost no obligation which are great second opinion opportunities we have to mention 800-832-1100 to reach christina call or text powerful if you text 800-832-1100 all right here we go on retirement myths everyone's favorite game show with your host or hostess christina ping kepperling here's the next one i don't need to save because I can rely on Social Security to pay for my lifestyle. I knew that one got a buzzer. No way. We say this over and over that it only replaces about 36 to 40 percent of your income. And also, what comes out of Social Security? Your Medicare when you're 65 and older. Mm-hmm. You've got Medicare supplement for those of you that don't have anything else available. And that's expensive. So first off, In 2023, the new maximum Social Security for someone in the FRA, 67, 66 and a half to 67, by the way, right now, is 36.45. So if you take that and multiply it out, but let's just say you take off your Medicare or whatever else, you're barely at $40,000 a year. The average American worker is making almost 50. So you're not. You're not there. Mm-hmm. And that's average. I just gave you a maximum number. The average Social Security for married couples is only $2,600. That's the average, not the maximum. I mean, this is for people that have been 150,000 plus earners for you know, the last 20 years of their career. Those are the ones that are maximizing. So it's pretty expensive to live. Yeah. We know that now. We got a wake up call on that this past year. How expensive it is to live. Woo. Uh, but, you know, and Social Security was never meant to be the sole source anyway of no, income. it was never yeah. meant to be. Never designed to be that. Uh, but, of course, um, for years, m- many people had pensions, as we've talked about on this show. But now you need strategies. <laughs> you need strategies. It's a little harder, but you don't have to go it alone. That's the important thing. Looking at some of these retirement myths, here's one. Uh, you're going to love this one. I have the right strategies in place heading to my retirement because I'm saving through my company retirement. They're kind of like puzzle pieces, <laughs> right? They're the puzzle pieces. Puzzle's not That's put together right. yet. That's right. This is not a plan for you and your retirement your retirement. It's important to understand the other investment vehicles that you use to save for retirement outside or the standard employer structure plan. This is this is important. I, I really, I, I just think of the hard work and sacrifice, and this is not to belittle the hard work, saving sacrifice that people made at all. Uh, it's great. Hopefully you have, but it's not yet in place with that re- whole retirement infrastructure. It's just, that's, that's where right. you come in, Christina. Well, here's that's one. Right. This is interesting. I don't know whether to, well, I guess you would buzz this possibly. My family worked with the same professional for years. So I'm sure that he or she is out for my best interest, too. I guess keyword sure. Are you sure? I mean, it depends (laughs) on the professional you're working with, maybe. Well, this is kind of a touchy subject, but it's not so easy to say with this information. But the best way to determine this is by asking them questions. You know, are you practicing a fiduciary responsibility? Is this a second opinion? Can you get a second opinion? Tell me where the money is. How much are those fees that you're making and where is it at? If, right. Are you if you're across from a professional and they are squirming in their seat, mm-hmm. that's not the right professional for you. Walk yeah. away. Are they calling you back? 
Are they calling you back? That's pretty simple. Golly, my clients have my cell phone number. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not surprised at that. I'm not at all. Have we missed any myths that you can think of? I mean, I know you work with a lot of this. It's it's not that people come in with flawed thinking. It's that, that you know, we, we, the people don't know. If we don't do this, we have our own areas of expertise. We don't do retirement strategies full time. Well, Dave, I actually want to shift this for a second. I mean, thank you for that opportunity. That's a great question. I have a I have a myth that people often think that stress is going to disappear when you retire. Mm-hmm. That's not true. And I'm going to give you an example. I've got a couple that I've been working with. They were my third clients when I opened Powerful Legacy. So I've been with them for quite some time. They're my friends too. And they just, the husband has been retired for a while. The wife just retired in December, beginning of December. They went down to Florida to see their children over the holidays. And the husband had massive blood clots. Mm. I can't believe he's still alive. Everything he's endured. Wow. And I just found out about this. And I mean, we, we had messaged back and forth. I knew he was in the hospital, but I didn't know how bad it was. And she sat across the desk from me and literally cried. I'm so unhappy. This is so hard. I don't know what to think. I feel so lost because I don't know what to do every day. And I, I feel like I'm just not myself retired. I've gained weight. I eat all the time. Just, or I've lost weight because I'm not eating on a regular schedule. I've seen both sides of that. So just giving you some examples, sometimes things are not what you expect them to be. How did I help my friend? Well, first off, we prayed for her husband. That's the first thing that her and mm-hmm. I did. That's what we chose and prayed for her. True. Next part, I told her that she needs to be looking into her hobbies. What does she love to do? She gave me five different things, six different things. I'm sorry, six different things that she loves to do. One of them being knitting and crocheting. She loves that. It's the perfect season for that when it's cold outside. So jump into that. Throw yourself into something that keeps your hands busy. Idle hands can be the devil's tool. We've all heard that one before. So she just needed that structure. And I said, as far as something else, wake up at the same time, go to bed at the same time. You and your husband set yourself a schedule. It's your life, your retirement. And sometimes we we lose sight of that. It feels a little weird. So yes, um, it's a myth that you're just going to be so happy and you're not going to have any stress anymore because you're not working. You know, it's just so great. You don't have that day-to-day mundane responsibility riding on your shoulders and it gets heavier and heavier. That's not true. Stress can shift, especially if you have an ill spouse or you just don't know what to do in retirement. Retirement is not just money, folks. We have growth for you beyond retirement. She didn't come in here to talk to me about money. They're not worried about money. Mm-hmm. I already took care of that years ago when they first became my clients. Right. But it's not all money. As you said, stress doesn't necessarily go away. It is my pleasure to grow her beyond money. Growth beyond money is what you should expect Mm -hmm. from a professional in retirement. Someone who can be there to listen to you. It's not always pleasant. Do I always have the time? No, I mean, I'm busy. I make the time because it's important to me. When I choose someone as my client and they choose me, they're important to me and I make the time. You think she could knit or crochet me an afghan? Speaking of being cold in the house, I love good afghan. My grandmother makes some great ones. And my mother, oh, too. yes. Don't those feel so good? They're they, just the they right do. weight, aren't they? I know. Perfect. It's perfect. Talk to her about that, if you would. Yes, sir. <laughs> Speaking of talking, let's talk with Christina. Uh, limited opportunities on this show every week to schedule with her at no cost, no obligation. The number to schedule, 800-832-1100. 800-832-1100. You can text as well, powerful, to 800-832-1100. And I, I said knit or crochet. I'm not sure if you knit or crochet in Afghan. Maybe the listeners can weigh in on that. Straight ahead, though, Christina closes the show out answering listener questions. It's your powerful legacy radio with Christina Ping Kepperling.
your powerful legacy radio, Christina Ping Kepperling Holes Court here every week on this show. Basically, it's it's one of her many educational outreaches, also TV. Uh, and that's ABC 36, Saturdays at 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. And Christina also has highly successful seminars out on the road. Great attendance at those, right, Christina? I mean, you really amaze me with the numbers you say come out to those. We do. Yeah, back at the beginning of we had, and we had over 50 for the morning session. When was that? 20, at the beginning of January. January. You cut out just a second. Okay. Yeah, wow. beginning of January. Over 50 for the morning session, 29 for the afternoon session. And there was a Kentucky game on that day. What? I mean, we. What? Yeah. Wow. That's great. Oh, real quick, too. We talked about knitting and crocheting earlier, and you actually pointed out, and then you brought back all these memories of my mother and grandmother. Uh, Knitting is the two sticks, right? Right. So knitting's two sticks and crocheting is one. We Googled that stuff. I couldn't (laughs) remember what it was. I do remember clearly that it's a crochet hook because I knew how to crochet. Yeah. Just doing the single hook, you know, single hooks with just one single tool but with both of the sticks yeah that's knitting i do not know how to do that my grandmother had could work that sewing machine too with all those patterns i just remember those patterns and the sound of the sewing machine i gotta tell you i was actually really good at sewing when i was younger you I were? Made quite a few of my own clothes i made my own junior prom dress really I sure did, Dave. And it was hard because it was satin, which is a very difficult material to work with, if you didn't know, because it slips around. I can't imagine. You pin it really tight. Yeah. And it was beautiful. That is impressive. It was a beautiful dress. That is very impressive. Thank you. Well, you're ready. You should be. You ready for some uh, Q&A here? Listener questions? I'm ready. All right. We got one from Georgetown to open it up. My employer just quietly decided to switch the 401k matching program from each paycheck to just one lump sum annual match at the end of the year last year. Now, they say you have to be an employee the entire year to receive the match. They claimed their reasoning, they say their company claims their reasoning was to match the climate of the market currently. Does anyone else actually get their 401k matched on an annual basis rather than by paycheck? They say I've never really heard of it done this way. So, I have heard of it done that way from a couple of programs. Remember, your employer technically owns that 401k program. It probably is not the custodian. So, you know, you may hear of a a financial group that's the custodian and technically the owner is the employer. Mm -hmm. So their right to match, first off, they don't have to match on your 401k. So if they do decide that year because there's been a climate in the market that's been very, uh, I guess you could say volatile, that would be one of the better ways to describe that, then mm-hmm. yes, I mean, they can they can change their match basis. They don't have to do, they don't have to. That's the part that's really strange. But I've heard of some that recalculate that on an annual basis. I've heard of some that actually calculate it on a monthly basis and okay. they'll bring that up and down. Yeah. Well, maybe one thing, as you said, they don't have to do it. Maybe they want to hold on to that money through the year. But then, you know, while they've got it, I don't know what anyone's motivation would be. I'd, I'd be happy they matched. That's one thing. That's free money. Mm-hmm. Definitely give up to that, right? If your company offers it one way or the That's other. That's right. However You're giving they away free money. You're right, Dave. <laughs> Paris, um, I'm reading a lot about long-term care insurance, and I don't know if it's a good idea. So I'm asking if long-term care insurance is worth it, or should I put those funds in my personal investments in high yields? I'm 50, no kids. My wife and I have 355000 saved for retirement. Any wisdom or insight into this? So this is a very complex decision, first off. Long-term care insurance comes in several different ways. So there's more than one way to skin a cat is what my dad used to say. Right. And a standalone long-term care plan these days, they have aggregate limits. They're not unlimited like they used to be. So if you're in your 50s and you buy a long-term care plan, you're probably buying something that will have increasing premium. So even though it might not be very expensive right now in your 50s, there's a chance that in your 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, that's going to increase What if you never use it? Then you would actually lose all that premium you've put in there. Well, then what if, let's just say, what if you decided to save that money? So you put it in retirement savings. Well, then what if you go into long-term care and you have to go on a Medicaid spend down? (laughs) There's, Mm. that's one of the other 
caveats here to all of all of this is that the these chances are so far on both ends of the scale of what could happen then let's jump into what's that third option it's somewhere in the middle did you know that you can actually put long-term care insurance built into a life insurance policy so if you're in your 50s you can put long-term care coverage built within the life insurance if you don't use the long-term care there's still a death benefit which could be used as money for your family. It's not use it or lose it then. That sounds right. great. It's not use yeah. it or lose it. So it's somewhere in between. And the younger you are on that, the least expensive it is. And it is level premium. It never goes up in cost. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. This is something that may be a good idea. So can you afford it? What type do you actually need? Let's talk about your health and your family history. That's a big part of that too. But let's just say that you're paying long-term care insurance. So I, I just jumped in here to our quotation system, you know, and you said 50 years old. So a 50 year old is going to pay somewhere around that $160, $170 a month. So let's just say it's $160 a month. So times 12, and that's $1,920. Let's say that you pay it until you're 80. So multiply that out by 30 years. You've just put in $57,600 haven't earned any interest, don't have anything major going on there. That's, that's, you know, it's just sitting there. What if you never use that? You've just lost all that premium. Well, the life insurance end is probably going to cost the same, if not less, because of the way that it's written and you're not using it or losing it. What if you put that money into your investment? Yes, you would have more. Let me give you a statistic here. Over 70% of people over the age of 65 will need some type of long-term care, whether it be home care, you know, convalescent, whatever it may be. Wow. 70% of people will need some type of long-term Man, care. You got to take that seriously, don't you? Got to take it seriously. Yes, sir. Man. Well, Christina will go over the options with you. I did. I did. Think on that one for a second. That's a high number, but we're living longer, so certainly the chance is greater now of needing some form of it. 800-832-1100 for Christina. You can call that or to schedule or text POWERFUL, 800-832-1100. Well, we got time to get in this one from Danville. In the process of buying Christmas gifts for my kiddos, I found out I had 21000 saved in my retirement savings account. Well, I paid for the gifts on credit cards to start off, and then I borrowed half of the money in my retirement account for paying off the cards and gifts. Was this a really bad idea? They're asking. That is a very stinky idea. Oh my. <laughs> Plus that's a lot of money on Christmas. <laughs> um half of twenty one thousand, if I read that correctly. Well, oh, half wow. of twenty one thousand was probably because you had to pay a bunch of fees. interest. An interest. Yeah. Well, you had to pay for taxes. That's what you were paying for. I just want to taxes get on their Christmas gift list. That's all I'm saying. Sheesh. <laughs> well, first off, if you're buying Christmas gifts for your kiddos on credit cards, you're just not doing it right. We need to have that conversation up front. Yeah. In the retirement training, I talk about one of the best ways to develop a Christmas tradition that's not going to break the bank. You are not obligated in any way to any type of a holiday birthdays, Christmas, anniversaries, Valentine, whatever it is, you're not obligated to a holiday to have some type of a situation where it's going to put you in a financial bind. If you can't, if you truly can't afford a gift, home, make something, make some treats or something. Knit or crochet something. (laughs) Knit or crochet something. Yeah, that's not very expensive. It's time. All your family wants is your time and your love. So I, I created something for my kids. I'm going to share this, and many people do not know this about me, but this side of 15 years ago, I barely made $25,000 a year. I was struggling to get by with two little boys and single mother. So it's really, really tight. It was hard. And I did own my own home, so I had a house payment, had taxes, insurance, utilities, food, clothes, all those things for growing kids. It was very difficult. It was very tight. So I couldn't afford extras like the holidays. I actually had to put a pair pair of ball cleats on a credit card one time because I couldn't afford it. And Tyler had grown out of his ball cleats from one to the next season. Soccer and baseball cleats used to be able to transition back then. They don't now, but thank heaven they did back then because I couldn't afford both. And it was very difficult because you're paying interest on that stuff. And it put me in a financial bind. I just couldn't afford it. And so... I actually made my kids Christmas gifts one year. I made a coupon book 
The coupon book was special activities that I knew each of them would enjoy, and both of them could read that year, so they understood. And it was a coupon book of things they enjoyed throughout the year coming. It was really fun. We had more fun with that coupon book than I think we ever had at Christmas. The possibilities of what was going on. One of them was at the next snow to make snow cream. Well, then my oldest son always wanted to make snowman. So it was the next snow to make a snowman. So they got snow cream and snowman because it was a family thing. The coupon was good for everyone in the family together. We had so much fun. It didn't cost anything but my time and a little bit of energy. I'm not an artist, so I did create some things on the computer, you know, and cut it up into little coupons and stapled it together like a coupon book. And you'd pull it out and use the coupon. It was so much fun for our family. It didn't cost anything. And we got by. I didn't have any credit card debt and most certainly would never pull out of a retirement account. I actually wasn't even able to save for retirement back at that point because it was so tight. That's it. Wow, what a creative gift idea when when times are tough and what a comeback you made. What a success story too. That's outstanding. And, and it also proves it's never too late to get on track for your retirement. It's never too late. Never. Let's do it. Here's the chance to schedule with Christina and get that conversation started about you. Uh, and here is your opportunity, limited, of course, based on her schedule, but at no cost, no obligation. That's right, folks. When you give us a call, you're setting up a complimentary consultation. For some of you, it's going to be a second opinion. For some of you, this consult is not about retirement. It might be about your spending and savings habits. That's okay. Give us a call or drop the word powerful in a text, 800-832-1100. We're here for you. And it's a great opportunity because you're talking about you. Christina invites questions because from questions, she learns about you, how you envision your retirement or what concerns you have, and then working together if you choose to go forward with Christina. Because, again, it's not a sales event here. Uh, Christina says you're coming in to be told, not sold. But if you decide to go forward, well, then it's roll up sleeves time. Let's get these strategies together. So, again, 800-832-1100. You can call that number to schedule with Christina, limited, no cost, no obligation, or text POWERFUL, 800-832-1100. Thanks so much for joining us. It's great conversation here every week on this show. Be sure to catch Christina, ABC 36, Saturdays, 10 a.m. and 7 p.m. And we'll see you here next week for your powerful legacy radio with Christina Ping Kepperling. advisory services offered through powerful legacy insurance and financial services christina ping and her guests provide general information not individually targeted personalized advice and are not liable for the usage of information discussed exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles this information should also not be considered tax or legal advice individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax legal accounting or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation past performance is not a guarantee of future results Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services. By contacting Powerful Legacy Insurance and Financial Services, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.